are gathered here today to mourn the loss of a industry legend. A cherished member of our community has fallen. That's right. E3 is dead, everyone. E3 is really dead, right? I, I think it's dead. Jeff Keighley is now the video game boy. <laughs> Bring us in, Hunter. Uh, welcome to Comedy Club. Uh, hold on, I'm just pulling up an uh, 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 email. Um, and we'll just email at the end of the show. Well, actually, you know You're right. I am Hunter Davenport. With me is Frank Stetson. Yo, yo, welcome back, everybody. We are here to give you the gaming nails. The, the gaming news is, it's happening, people. Just ring that bell. Gong, gong. There's a lot of, there's a lot of news. That's the death knell for E3. Yeah, it's, it's over. <laughs> Jeff Keighley is now the most powerful man in the games industry. It's true. He's, he's, he's too powerful. We got, like, somebody's got to stop him. I was going to say, though, like, called it. Called this shit. I mean, everyone called it, really, really? except me, because I was in denial, I think. We got an email saying the ESA is telling developers to do things. Never saw the email. Developers never say anything I about mean, it. I mean, I don't doubt that they were emailing people telling them that, hey, we, we're going. You know what I, what I think it was? I think nobody wants to work with the ESA anymore, and they've just accepted reality. Or maybe game developers just don't care as much about E3. No, it's definitely they just don't care. They don't trust the ESA. I mean, would you? No, they, they dox all the reporters. Like, no, fuck right? them. <laughs> yeah, no good. No good ESA. It's over. Like, the dream's over. Now, now that Jeff Keeley's here, though, he's going to save video games. Yeah, same day. Same day. He's like, oh, no E3, huh? Don't worry, y'all. Summer Game Fest has got you. Yeah, because I'm sure all those developers are like, hey, Jeff, let's uh, let's work together. Pretty much. Uh, Jeff Keeley has taken over the news cycle. Yeah, he's... The, like, the yearly big release cycle, I should say. He is going to do the big uh, e info dump this year. So we just start calling him Jeff E3 Keeley. Yes. <laughs> Jeff E3 Lee. <laughs> um, ah, that's why they pay me the big bucks, folks. Jeff Keeley is our new god. Now, here's what is being said that E3 will return no, in 2023. No, no, I, I don't see it no. happening. Right. See, okay. I'm going to qualify this, though. Do I don't think... I think there is a possibility... Eventually, I don't not saying next year that E3 comes back and tries this again. I think they will. I think it's gonna be next year, honestly. And I, I guess saying no, I believe should E3 be dead for good with the way that things go nowadays, possibly. But I hear GDC has been like everyone in GDC is like just doing massive, massive uh, talent build up and yeah. trying to reach out to people and doing a lot of networking they've been missed out on for the past couple of years, which is what E3 has been. It's 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 a networking event. Pretty much for the industry. Yeah. I I think, I don't think it's dead forever. But uh, it's dead this year. It is for sure <laughs> dead this year. You know, it's not dead this year. Pax East. It's gonna be there next month. It's gonna be great. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, got my update saying email saying hey, badges are on their way. Yeah, and we, Frank will give us live updates from. PAX East. Not okay. live updates, but like updates afterwards. We'll do some live tweeting from the PAX East show floor. Hell yeah. yeah. Comic Club Podcasts on Twitter. That's right. 
Follow us there. I'll give you all the good skinny on what good That's gems right. I find. And you see, you see Frank just walking around. Don't approach him. He's dangerous. I am quite dangerous. He so. has many knives. I'm like an animal. I, I can't get knives in the taxis. Are you kidding me? Their security's crazy. True. Yeah. <laughs> True. But I will be there Thursday and Friday this year. It's going to be great. He will. Oh, cannot wait. Go say hi, maybe. I don't know. Probably don't. <laughs> You know who you are. Come find me. But anyways, E3, dead. Uh, no big surprise. Not even even remotely surprised. Yeah, R.I.P. Skinny Legend. This whole email thing from a couple weeks ago was just someone blowing smoke. A whole lot of it. No, again, dude, I don't think that was blowing smoke. I think they were legitimately emailing people trying to get something going and then realized they couldn't. Nah. Nah. Frank, why are you so dead set on the idea that they just died immediately? Because, like... No developers ever spoke out about it. Yeah. A ton of developers were. They were like, oh, well, we made, we might not do it this year at E3. Everything I've seen seems to imply, especially from Jeff Grubb, has been, like, kind of imp the implication is more developers were signing with, with Keeley than they were the ESA. But Keeley's thing's all digital. Oh, for now. I mean... It's only all. It was only all digital because of the pandemic, which right. is still ongoing. Right. But we don't know if that's going to translate into an in-person thing eventually. If it gets too big, summer games was just like, oh yeah, that empty convention center every summer. We got this E3. Yeah. No problem. We'll fill uh, in the shoes. And also, I hate to say it, the Game Awards is kind of the new E3. It's so gross. Just get rid of the awards part. Let's be real here. See, I don't mind. See, people get all upset, like, oh, the awards are so gross. It's, it, they don't matter. It's just fun. It's, it's just fun. Is it just a talking point? Yeah. Like, the awards just a talking point, because really they don't always yeah. go to where they should go. Yeah, it's just a talking point. It's just a thing of, like... Plus, like, half of them aren't even aired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, here's our list of people who got awards. It's like, the why bother? The DICE Awards are what matters in games. For, for, for not the Dice Awards. What is it? The is it the Dice Awards? GDC Awards. I think it's one of the two. That's usually what matters. Uh, GDC has awards. I didn't even know that. I think so. Oh, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, I've never been. I kind of always forget about the Dice Awards because they come at a really weird time of year, and, and they don't really televise them. Right. Really, so. They don't really market it at all. Which is fine. Like, if you want to do a private award show, like that's that's awesome. I think you should like. Right. That seems more like an industry thing anyway, the Dice yeah. Awards. The Game Awards is just stupid fun. <laughs> right? Pretty much. Pretty yeah. Alright, moving on here, we've got uh, some also not surprising news whatsoever. Uh, another game delay. A big game delay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Called this one. Back in January, we all—I think we all called it. Some did, did I, really holding on hope here was, for this one. Was I on board? Because like I feel like I there I did didn't want. I think we'd have to go back to the tape, but I'm pretty sure you believe this game was coming out this year. I don't. I don't know if I did or not. I don't remember. But we are, in fact, talking about Breath of the Wild too. All I know, there was a certain, there was a change. I think it was like the last Nintendo Direct where I realized, okay, this is not happening. No, not even close. <laughs> uh, we got the like. Nintendo kind of stealth dropped this news under some other big news that we'll talk about in a little bit here. Did they? Yeah, remember, was it? it was the same day. Literally the same day. What did they announce? 
not not their announcement. Uh, another company's announcement. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep, no. Yeah, but they pretty much they dropped this announcement on their YouTube channel with not any marketing or telling anyone or anything whatsoever. It has been a crazy week. It's been a weird week. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Breath of the Wild two delayed till spring twenty twenty three, and everyone's like, "Yeah, we pretty much expected that at this point." Yeah. Spring's a good. I think is a good time to release it. Also, do you think they sighed and ring? They're like, "We just can't do it this year." I don't think that factored into it, honestly. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't usually care about that kind of stuff, but I was like, is there, like, a slight chance? I mean, they're... Here, here's my thing, is I think their IPs are strong enough that it doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. their Nintendo people are going to buy Nintendo games. Like, that's just how it is. Like, I know people who only play Nintendo. Like... All the power to them. And, like, that's fine. Like, if yeah. you do that, it's fine. It's just, like, it, it. that's how strong their brand is. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, My partner included. Ninety uh, percent of what she plays is Animal yeah, Crossing and Pokemon. And I'm hey like, man, hell yeah, get it. That's that's awesome. Hell like, yeah. If you, that's what you like. That's what you like. You know. Um, but that's definitely that kind of customer. Their consumer base is that. Yeah. A lot of it is is that. We are we are Nintendo. Exactly. That's the consumer. A lot of their consumer base. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is this really a surprise that Breath of the Wild two? Is anyone truly surprised by this news at this point? Not, I don't think so. I mean, I'd be shocked if it was this summer, or like if we had something new this summer. Yeah. Do I now? Here's here's a here's the question: Is like we do we we don't know much about Q4 of this year for Nintendo, right? So that leads me to believe maybe they have some other stuff they're gonna drop on us. At their next Nintendo Direct? I think we're going to see a big bombshell drop during their Summer Direct. Yeah. For sure. Well, they, they always, like, they always, like, this is how they, they kind of layer it out. They go, okay, this is what's coming out for the next, let's say, I don't, not usually six months, but, like, it could be that, up to that. Right. The last um, one was of spring. This is yeah. our spring and maybe a little bit ahead of that lineup. Yeah. And this will be, okay, well, this is what's coming out in the holidays. Right. Like, yeah. The next one. In our in our gear of tactical RPG, Jesus here. Yeah. <laughs> Give me all those front missions. I can't wait. I I know. I can't oh, I cannot I'm so wait. Excited. I can't believe they're actually doing it. It's gonna be so good. I love that we were talking about front mission like the week before that was announced. Right. It was uh, so good. It's kismet, baby, kismet. Ah, uh, triangle strategy, so good. Still enjoying that. So much to it. Right. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, I, there's gotta, there's got to be stuff. There'll always be stuff. I'm just excited because this gives me more time to actually play Breath of the Wild since I'm always four years behind everything. Um, this gives me a chance to play through that game of the year. <laughs> this year, you know? Just hit it. Hit it real good. Just, like, watch a bunch of movies from 2017. And <laughs> well, how do you live your life this way, man? I always just live my life like Europe, four years behind everybody else. True. All right, cool. <laughs> dope, dope. This is what I do. I don't know. Listen, I play too much World of Warcraft. That's what it yeah, comes down to. <laughs> we addressed that. <laughs> we talked about it at length. Several times. <sighs> um, that, You know. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. I'm, you know, it's a Nintendo thing. You know, if if it's not the game's not good, they're not going to release it until it's good. So. Right. Yay for that. We're going to get a whole lot. I think we're going to get a big news dump of that one. Yeah, probably in the fall. That them, I will guess? be its own direct, I think. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll be its own direct with maybe 
the the Wii U remat the where the HD remakes that they made for the Wii U. Right. Maybe those will come to Switch. Oh, maybe. Nice. Yeah, maybe we'll get like a little filler Zelda in for this year. I think they should during I, their summer direct. Like it's the per, it's the perfect way to put Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on Switch. Yeah, good timing. Yeah. That'd be really good, actually. I'll buy both of them. I don't care. <laughs> I love those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever beat Skyward Sword again? You bought that one, didn't I you? I got pretty far. I got to get back to it. Yeah. Um, you won't, but you can talk about it. I, yeah, no, I can keep saying I will, <laughs> but I won't do it. I re- I, here's the thing. I really love that game. It's just so much has come out since. Yeah. And it's become an issue. Like, uh, uh, sorry, my dog's licking herself and distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bell likes to be a part of the show. She 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 does. She she does get her input. Um, Skyward Sword is really good. I really want to get back to it, but unfortunately, there's so many other games. Too. Yeah, yeah. This is the year. I mean, this is the time of the year. It is. We're hitting a wall. Um, We're hitting a wall. I'm actually super glad now that I've had a, like a couple weeks to ruminate on it. I'm super glad Suicide Squad got delayed. Because oh I would I would be. That was slated for April, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Oh, no, there was no actual release date. Oh, okay. So, it was like a point of like, oh, shit. <laughs> I might not actually get the Suicide Squad when I want to. <laughs> nice. Nice. But now I can, because it's a year out. And hopefully by that time... You'll be done by Gotham Knights. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Yep. <laughs> so, it may be Hogwarts Legacy, so I'm excited. Good times. Good times. But this brings us into the biggest news All of right. the week. It's time to address the big silver elephant in the room. PlayStation finally did the thing. Spartacus was revealed. I'm going to preface the next things I say with this disclaimer. Uh, I've, I've been following game news since like 2013. And sometimes I forget that not everyone is as sensitized to this shit as I am. <laughs> so... When I say I don't think these prices are awful, I want everyone to come come from this from the perspective I have, where I'm like, I've seen a lot of shit, shitty things. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think maybe I'm just either I'm desensitized or I'm just like at this point I'm done. <laughs> like you know, right. done getting outraged. <laughs> um, but yeah. PlayStation this week finally unveiled their Spartacus plan here, which was. To a whole lot of nobody's surprise, called PlayStation Plus, just yep. revamped. They're taking PlayStation now. They're just kind of crumpling it up and it's, throwing it the fuck away. I'm so glad, honestly. It needs to go. PS Now has been a disaster since day one, basically. Yeah, it's not been good. I try. I used a free trial for a little bit. How was it? It was the worst experience of my life. Yeah. I, I played Lego City Undercover, uh, mm-hmm. and it was unironically the worst way to play that game. A game which I actually really like. Oh, that's a bummer. It's a big bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter, why don't you bring us to the tiers here? We've got three separate tiers for PlayStation, which was rumored yes. like back in so, a while ago. We January. got the essential tier, which is just what PlayStation Plus is now. It's just, you get your two games a month, your multiplayer, all that. Uh, it's $9, or $9.99, right? $9.99 a month or $59.99 a year, which is what we are at right now. But now, if you want that Game Pass on PlayStation Experience, mm-hmm. you have PlayStation Plus Extra, uh, which is fourteen ninety nine. That is the exact same price as Game Pass Premium, I think. Yeah, but I think that's still sixty a year. It, there's no way it's only sixty a year. 
I'll double check the ultimate prices here. I don't think that's true. Anyways. No game. I'm sorry, I was doing math in my head, and I'm awful <laughs> at it. Uh, but yeah, this will give you access to about 400 PS4 and PS or PS5 games, which from uh, the uh, other articles I've read, uh, sounds like it's going to have a lot of like the essentials, like Spider-Man and Death Stranding. Um, hopefully, both Last of Us will be there. I think it's kind of dumb not to launch a subscription service for a PlayStation without the Last of Us there. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, it'll be just just PS4 and PS5 games, and then we'll get the uh, PlayStation Plus Premium, which is seventeen ninety nine a month or one hundred twenty bucks a year, and that is that brings up. Oh, I should mention also, uh, with extra, you it it total the, the amount of games that are on this service are about four hundred, which I I think I googled. I don't know if this is correct. There's only a hundred games on Game Pass right now. I don't think I don't think that's correct. How many games on Game Pass? A hundred. Four fifty. Four fifty. Okay. Four hundred fifty. Sorry, so, I, I looked. I must have looked at a wrong number. Yes, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is priced at fourteen ninety nine a month. Yes. Regular Xbox Game Pass is nine ninety nine a month. Okay. All right. So that's okay. Yeah. Um. So, but if you want PlayStation Two, PSP, and PS One games, uh, PlayStation Premium is seventeen ninety a month or one hundred twenty a year. I think that's garbage. So, what I'm what I'm gonna say is I think that given that they're not doing launch content and these tiers, I think those are the really bad thing side of things. That's not good. I think I think eventually they're probably gonna change. Just knowing how Sony is, <laughs> knowing how this industry works, I don't think they will. Really? You don't I think? really don't think they will. I don't think they will do day one of their marquee launches. No, I don't think that'll... No, that'll never happen. That, no. no. I, think, I think you're right. We were talking about this before the show. I think that it will be, like, uh, games that maybe they're not so sure of. Yeah. It'd be, like, your double-A games, your indie games. Yeah, like, um, Your little chichi games, you know? And that's... and Honestly, if that's the way they're gonna go, I can't fault them. Even though I think their reasoning is fucking stupid. I, I hate... Jim Ryan needs to stop making these statements because at this point, he's just being an idiot. Now, which statement are you referring to, Hunter? Oh, that is, we cannot launch day one on, on PlayStation Now because it, our games will suffer. God, that's just not, not how that and works. And I guarantee you, regardless if they change anything or not, in four years, he will look back at that statement and go, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, last time he did that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's, I don't want to turn this into a hating on Jim Ryan podcast because I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't agree with the man. I think he's makes stupid statements all the time that just causes him, him and shareholders problems. Um, and he just, he's, he's not, I don't think he's a very good CEO to be honest with you. Um, but why did it take so long for them to even like put out something like this? Right. Exactly. Like, what I, happened here? I, I think he's... <laughs> I'm trying to word this nicely. I think he's his head is firmly up his own ass. <laughs> genuine. And I, I mean that in, in not in like an inflammatory way. I think that's just the, the truth of the matter is he is so far gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, tears aside, I, I, I like PlayStation. I want to play PlayStation games. 
I'm going to give this a chance. I'm not going to immediately dismiss it. Um, and honestly, for like PS1 and PS2 games, and P- any PSP games, that's the big one for me, honestly. And PS3 games. Let's not forget about those. Oh, those are those also are, involved. Okay, that's another thing that kind of... I'm not going to def- defend the decision, but I'm going to be honest, there's not a lot of PS3 games I want to go back to. Now you want to play Resistance? No. Play the Resistance Resistance series? is cool, don't get me wrong. It's just... Some old school kill zone? There's a lot of bad games from that generation that I don't want to return to. There's a lot of bad games on every generation. I know, but I feel like that generation, the more I look back on it, I'm like, wow, there was a lot of not great things there. (laughs) I want to see the libraries before I make any decision. That's where the big thing is. Because they're going to charge this for premium. Like, okay, you're trying to to hook that nostalgia market, right? With your retro games, with your backwards compatibility catalog that you suck at maintaining. I will say, personally, I think the fact that they're putting Death Stranding in all these games, like, exclusive on here that's a good sign that's a good sign for extra sure that they know that they know what games people want to play well then they're like oh crap we really need to catch up with xbox here yeah because they got the corner the market cornered honestly like god of war needs to be on there especially with the 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 sequel coming out because people are going to want to play the that first game they want to they want to be caught up right they've got you know god of war uh spider-man and spider-man miles morales yeah returnal which is good that's a good like game for you to that's like, like their marquee ps5 game yep you know uh got uh you just said god of war mortal kombat mortal kombat 11 which is also a good get i don't the my problem with what are my little like pet peeves with game pass games they don't get the good fighting games usually no <laughs> they get mvc infinite and i'm like i don't want to play that well they do have a dbz one on they there. do they do yeah they, yeah they did get that one and i think that's probably their their best one, and they also had the Power yeah. Rangers one too, and that game's good. Yeah, that game is very good. Actually, it's, it's weird. It shouldn't be because it's a it's a mobile game port. <laughs> yeah, but it's like surprisingly. Great. I know it's awesome. Um, They're like, oh man, DLC for the new Power Rangers fighting game. Like, I I want to see what this is. Yeah, let me put Rita on there. Woo! <laughs> they gonna have Tekken X Virtua Fighter. Um, Ooh. Um, and uh, you know everyone's favorite walking simulator, Death Stranding. I love Death Stranding so much though. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for his next game. You're like, oh, here's his meme. Maybe oh, I should play Death Stranding. Like, speaking of which, why would I play Death Stranding? I don't want to. I don't want to go on a t- tangent, but I do want to bring this on the podcast. Uh, Kojima is expanding his office today, which means he's hiring, which means he's already working on this new game, probably. <laughs> or is it a game? It's probably a game. Dude. Is it a media empire? I I think it's a game. Is it going to be like Quantum Break? I don't think he's at the level of uh, um, stature where he could like parlay into a movie right now because he he Not doesn't in this country he he doesn't have he doesn't really have a studio in that like a, not like a he does have a motion capture studio and all that in that building right but it's not it's i don't think that he he could build be like actually do a movie with his current setup probably not yeah he's got the money for it he does i'm sure he does he's got the funding that's for sure people right will always want to buy Kojima games. Me, I do, every time. Regardless, I don't care if they're bad, I'll play them. Yeah, you will. Uh, but yeah, back to PlayStation. Um, I think the Essential and Extra makes sense. That kind of is where Xbox is at. Yeah. But I'm confused by the premium pricing, honestly, because Xbox has crystal clear backwards compatibility all the way back. 
Now, granted, they well, don't have 750 games, right? I also want. I, I do want to put a caveat on that. It's not every game that's backwards compatible. No, but they've got more than anyone else. Yes, exactly. Right now, at least. Right. We, it, that could change. We don't know. Yeah, if premium drops with the 340 games that they say they're going to drop it with, I will be impressed. Yeah. I, I, Let me see that list. I, I honestly, I'm hoping. Here, here's my other issue with some. I'm not saying it's all. Like, let me be clear with this before, before I say that, because I know people are going to choke down my throat for bringing this up. Uh, I feel like no matter what they put on that backwards compatible list, people are going to complain. But that happens every it, time it, one of these yeah, things happens. Like, yeah. n- even when Game Pass releases, like, what do you mean, X next game? Like, where's Lost Odyssey, Microsoft? Come on, let's go. What? That was backwards compatible. Did they add Lost Odyssey? No. They haven't yet? No. That's crazy to me. Anyways. Um, if they had, I'd already have it downloaded and be playing it. I have my list of like games that I want on this. Pretty much every Final Fantasy game. Every Final Fantasy game. Omega Boost. Mega Man Legends. I need that. I doubt it will be there, but I want it. That's <laughs> right. And this is the bad part. 340 games from PlayStation, PlayStation Portable, PlayStation 2, PS3. Mm. 340 games from those four consoles when PlayStation 2 alone had over a thousand. Well, not every PlayStation 2 game is that good. Man. No, but it's more than whatever... 304 divided by between those four is are yeah. words. Well, I think that probably it'll be. It's gonna be every bestseller, every uh, yeah. greatest hits game. Yep, is gonna be on these lists. Games they have they have a license for that definitely. Is oh yeah, licensing is gonna be huge for this. Per usual. Um, the city probably gonna be on there. Oh yeah, the city is like a that's on every for some reason. The city is on. Everything. I've never played Dissidia. You've never played Dissidia? No, because they're like Final Fantasy fighting game. Like, I'm out. I'm out. It's Immediately. Fun. It's it's stupid fun. You can have Kefka fight Cloud. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't care about that. Uh, I do. Okay. <laughs> That's great for those people who like it. Yeah, crazy and, people like and me. Like, they're like, oh, Dissidia. I'm like, great Final Fantasy. It's a fighting game. Nope. Bye. <laughs> okay, you say that now, but like... If you ever play the city and just see the bullshit that is its story, I'll just watch it. <laughs> it watch so, the YouTube cinematics. It is it is the most Kingdom Hearts shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god, was Nomura involved in that one? I think he was. Yeah, that explains it. I think he was. I mean, looking at some of those character designs, I think he definitely. Oh, for was. sure, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think some people are a little too harsh on this. Not everyone, but I've seen some people who are like. Oh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm like, is it though? It's like, not the worst. Nintendo Switch Online is the worst thing we've ever seen. I think it's passable, at least. I don't. I'm not gonna. It's better than what they had. It's true. I think it's a good. Oh, let me put it this way. I think it's a good start. It's a great start. Yeah. But, I mean, the bar to clear PS Now though was real. It low. was. It was on. It was that's on where the, floor. the limbo bar is. Like you just step over it, and that's it how was you win. On the floor. Yeah. It was basically like. PS Now and Nintendo Switch Online were, like, battling for worst online experience. Yeah. God, Nintendo, what's wrong with you? And even the, those Nintendo Switch Online games play pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Like, they're actually pretty competent in making those actually work. Right. Unlike Places Now, where I was playing a game, and it just felt like the worst the worst way to play it. Yeah, although the NSO still has a lot of issues with their button mapping and all that. Fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's... You know, Nintendo's good Nintendo. But that also comes down to 
Genesis games, you know, pretty good, pretty one to one with like the Pro controller or, yeah. or N64 controller, GameCube controller. Trying Dude. to remap that to a modern controller, like. Yeah, no wonder they're having issues. The N64 <laughs> controller, it, like, using it is like configuring an inner device. It is the heart, it's so uncomfortable and yeah. weird. Yeah. So, yeah, I can understand why they're having issues, like, trying to yeah. <laughs> remap those buttons. It's... I mean, there's always options. Uh, emulations have had figured out for years. Yep. Big companies don't know how to emulate. Yeah. Allegedly, I could play. Batman Dark Tomorrow on stream with a Xbox 360 uh, Xbox One controller allegedly maybe yep, possibly allegedly. yeah you didn't see a mouse cursor when I was adjusting my settings nope not even a little bit <laughs> that was totally legit all nope. the way through god that game sucks <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for everyone to watch me play the Muppets game that I found that's oh my, my next thing god that's gross you don't like the Muppets I love the Muppets well, I can't imagine they have any good games though. I don't know it's a party game Okay, it's got potential. It's got potential. <laughs> it's a party game. It's like Mario Party. And they're on a cruise ship. Uh, okay, cool. I hope Muppet uh, Kermit has like a little captain's hat. Oh my god. So the bottom line for us is that Essential and Extra is pretty much where Xbox Game Pass is right now. Yep. That should be okay. It's this whole premium tier that I'm like, nah, I'm not really sold on this one yet. They just, they honestly, what they gotta do is just build that library. That's what yep. they need to do. Because I, I don't wanna do what about isms, but like, Game Pass did not, like, was not an immediate hit. Let's, no. let's, let's get that out of Because I feel like some people are expecting Game Pass quality immediately. They're like, it's not, with any of these services, it's never gonna be immediately. No, of course, you've got to grow it and build it. NSO still sucks five years later, so... Don't worry, in 20 years, they'll get it. <laughs> when everything is subscription-based? Yes. Oh, God. When we're playing Xbox games on a fucking Fire Stick? Uh, oh, my gosh. I actually can't wait for that future. It's going to be neutral. Yeah, it's going to be go- good. Everything's going to be virtual. Not having a big, ugly box in my room, it's going to be awesome. Yep. Your room will be the box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. Uh, One more thing about premium that we didn't touch on, which I'm actually, I actually really like. What's that? The time limited trials for games. Oh yeah, uh, Game Pass does this as well. Um, Oh really? They do. I don't think they're time limited, but I think they do do trials like this for like new games. Yeah, they do game previews. Um, Game preview. Mm. Yeah, sometimes they do. Um, It's been a while since I think they did it for Grounded. Oh interesting! I didn't know they did game. Trials like that. Yeah. Well, I think there's more of an early access thing because it's usually pretty close to its launch. Yeah, this seems like more demo-y. Like, yeah. Like, try out the game for a couple hours and then maybe... You'll hey, if you want to play Stranger of Paradise for a couple hours, go ahead. That's a trap because it'll hook you. It will. It'll hook you real good. I'll talk about that later. Hell yeah! <laughs> I can't wait to play that game, dude. <laughs> I can't wait. It's so dumb. I love it. It's all good. So, okay. so we need to see where this is going to take us. Uh, did they announce a release date for this yet? Uh, they said they're starting in smaller markets in June. Okay. And then they're going to release it worldwide after that. Yeah, I think it's what, Japan, then Europe, then North America, something like that? Yeah. yeah. Which, I, honestly, whatever. If that's what you're going to do, that's what you're going to do. 
I mean, test it out first. You know, this is pretty, they're pretty much QAing themselves by releasing in smaller markets first, seeing, okay, what's going to break when it hits this level of infrastructure? What's going to break when it hits this level yeah, of infrastructure? Exactly. Is it going to implode once it hits America? Is right. that going to happen? Is it going to murder our servers? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know? And then there is more game announcements this week when it comes to subscription services. Microsoft's like, hold on. We're not done yet. Mm-hmm. We want to be like Nintendo. How about a Family Pass? Yeah. I don't... See... This, this isn't 100% confirmed yet, but it seems like it's probably going to happen. Like, from everything what I hear, I think it is going to happen. Oh, I think so, too. I yeah. think uh, they are absolutely moving this direction. And as they should, I'm surprised they haven't yet. And Netflix is going to be hurting. <laughs> Cause God, what is Netflix doing? They, I love how they're doing this right immediately after Netflix says the whole, we're cracking down on password sharing. I'm like, okay, well. Xbox like, oh, okay, cool. So, How about we share more of it and just charge a little bit more? Oh, so people like that. <laughs> that's exactly what Netflix is going to do. Let's do the opposite. Because that's successful. Like, follow yeah. Microsoft, not Netflix. Netflix does not know what they're doing. Nope. Microsoft does know what they're doing. They just bought another studio recently. Yes. Yes, they did. I don't remember which one, though. Um, Whoever made the Stranger Things games. That one. That studio, I'm pretty sure. Mm, that's not good. Why isn't that good? <laughs> Those games are great. Right, but it's, it's kind of what they're going for, though. Sure. They're just going to make more Stranger Things games, though. I, I, I can't... I just don't like Stranger Things. That's what it comes down to. So here's what I'm confused about when it comes to the family plan, right? It says it will reportedly provide access to Xbox Game Pass for five players and will be priced cheaper than the cost for separate accounts. Okay, so do they're doing like Nintendo does. Great. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Here's what I'm confused by. If I'm on the same account as my partner, she's the one who pays for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, right? Mm-hmm. I switch to my account. I have access to Xbox Game Pass through my account on that same console. I think, I think it's it's just trying to cut down on multi-consoles. Because it's the same. When you use hers, it's on the same Xbox, right? Right. So maybe it's... it If you were to get another Xbox and try to use it, you wouldn't be able to. I mean, I should test this because we have three Xboxes. In yeah, the you apartment. should test it because two don't are think, online. One are because I think it's just the fact that it's the same Xbox, and they, they figure, okay, it's probably just the same household. Yeah. So. But right, same household, same family, same. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, I get my. I have two years free of Xbox Game Pass, so I don't. Oh. Oh, did you get that through something else? Yeah, through all access. Yeah. They give you two years of Xbox Game Pass, and it's the best part of it, honestly. You just sell your soul to Amazon. No. You get two years of Game Pass. No. No? I'll never do that. No. You said you got you got two years of Game Pass to getting an Alexa, though? No, from All Access. All Access? No, I have. Uh, Xbox I All Access. Uh, all Access. I must say Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Um, <laughs> sorry. It, but yeah, it, I think it's a good idea. I think so, too. I think the Nintendo Switch Online Family Plan is great. I'm just confused by how it's going to work out. I need to see details. Yeah. You know me. Details. Need those details. Yeah. Even when I give you the details. Are you, uh, That's because you give me details with no sources, Hunter. You don't give me evidence. You I'm just sorry. say, this person said this. I'm, I'm like, sorry. I you, can't do hearsay. It doesn't I, work for I'm me. I'm sorry you can't work out that a list that is like, 
has a good chunk of it being confirmed. It's not like, even a good chunk. It's a minor chunk. It's not, dude, it's literally most of it. <laughs> is this what we fight about more often? Yeah, it's it is. This it stupid is. NVIDIA leak list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NVIDIA leak list and how to say Arceus. It's still Arceus. No, you're wrong. It's Arceus, guys. Uh, God. It's always been Arceus. I don't know what you're all talking about. Oh, my God. I'm going to gaslight all of our listeners into pronouncing it Arceus. But, okay, so we look at the PlayStation Premium tier. Do you think they're copying Nintendo's Ultimate, whatever, the, I don't even remember what it's called anymore, Expansion no. Pass, whatever the heck it was, where they, like, they jacked the price up for their I N64 just, and Genesis offerings? I just genuinely think they don't understand. I think that's what it comes down to, is Jim Ryan's just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you should have just done two tiers, right? Yeah. You'd put the, the, all the PS4, PS5 games on your normal tier. Or your Xbox Game Pass tier, right? And then you, on the Essential tier, that's where you throw all the retro stuff for your fourteen ninety nine Ultimate Pass. That would have been a much better... I don't know. Maybe it's the cost of maintaining the retro stuff. It, they, they don't maintain it. any of it, though. <laughs> it's God, well, they have to maintain something to hold on to that data. They are, they they, are um, doing something. They, not doing it well. No, they're not. No, the entire game industry sucks at this still. But they're doing something. Sure. <laughs> Someone has to press a button to turn on the server, I guess. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> so stupid. They have to turn on their file server. It's so, so people, dumb. So everyone can download into it. It's so dumb that we're here, honestly. <laughs> we're uh, still in the worst timeline when it comes to some of this stuff. It's so dumb. Um, I don't know. Ugh. I just hope they have good games on it. That's all I care about. Yeah, once again, we, I just want to see the list. Like, is that premium price going to be worth it? The $18 a month or the $120 a year? You know? Put the bouncer on premium tier. Give me give me the entire Slide Cooper collection. Virtua Quest on the premium tier. Give me all the Jack and Daxters. Okay, if Sly Cooper is not on this, like all of it. Fucking mutiny. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this company? God. <laughs> and if there's not a new Sly Cooper game coming. Next year. Next year. I'm going to become the Joker. That's not a dog, right? It's Sly Cooper. Insomniac. No, it's well, it's it's Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Yes. Thank you. Jesus, I always like those. Like for some reason, Sucker Punch, Naughty Dog, Insomniac just kind of mix. Insomniac my head. is the original creator of Spyro. Ah. And Naughty Dog is Crash and Jack. Well, Crash made his own but Activision. Not. Activision sucks. And Activision owns Spyro too. Yeah, they bought they bought Spyro. Yeah. So now Microsoft owns Crash and Spyro. Well, we'll see about that. It's starting to look like maybe that will happen. That's going to happen. The, the, do you see that shit where U.S. senators are like, you should investigate this deal? I'm like... No one listens to U.S. senators because they're all a bunch of old idiots for the true. most part. They don't understand the industry. They've never understood the industry. You know what they should do is investigate the shareholders because like, it seems like they're doing a bunch of shady shit. Dude, the best thing that U.S. government ever did was like, oh, maybe we should investigate loot boxes. Everyone's like, yes, finally use your powers <laughs> oh, for good. Mean, oh, you mean EA accidentally almost fucking it up for everybody? Right. Right, basically. <laughs> they fucked up Battlefront 2 so hard, they almost made loot boxes illegal. And I think that's hilarious. They pretty much did make it illegal. Europe's like, ah, uh, no, yeah. bye. <laughs> like, how stupid do you have to be to fuck up that hard? Pretty stupendously, honestly. Yeah. Ugh, all right. I think we're done. Oh, wait, no. One more big news thing of the week kind of came oh, early. Oh, okay, Came yeah. after we recorded last week and happened before our episode was released last Sunday. Uh, 
the head of Amazon Games stepping down. I didn't even know they had a head. I'm going to be honest with you, I thought it was just Jeff Bezos. So, Mike Frazzini, who has been the head of Amazon Games since 2009. More like uh, Mike Tetrazzini. Got him. Which, I didn't even know, we didn't even know Amazon had a game something back then. What were they? Their first game came out in 2014. And that was a game that crashed and burned pretty hard. So, like, what were they doing for, like, what? That's got to be, like, six years? Well, they... This is saying Amazon Game Studios was founded in 2012. So what the heck were they doing for three years? I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. It was a money laundering scheme. Maybe. I don't know. That is my guess. But pretty much, you know, Bloomberg released a report last year saying that Frazzini, there was issues with him because he didn't have any experience in games, rejected the advice of the developers he hired because apparently he thought he knew better. Okay, Kodak. <laughs> Fucking Bobby. Uh, also, would understaff projects and have developers chase latest trends. Like, you know, Fortnite inspired intensity. No one's ever heard of that one. Or League of Legends like Nova. Also, never made it out of development. Hmm. Weird. Was this yeah. was a scam. I think this was just straight up a scam. I mean, they had one game called Breakaway that was canceled in 2018. Oh, I remember Breakaway. That was a big... That was something that went around. In 2020, they pulled the Grand Tour Racing title. Crucible, a free-to-play Overwatch-style shooter, was a huge letdown <laughs> that nobody ever really played. I remember Crucible. Like, they canceled the game and then put it back in the closed beta. Like, who does that? I remember that. That's right. Because we were like, what the hell are they doing? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I don't get it. I mean, they they had a little bit of success with New World. I will give them that, you know. Was it success? It was. Did, did you see that shit where they finished this, the the game story? Essentially, no, I did not see that. The game story's over. Was this game released like last yes. fall? Yes. <laughs> cool. I'll check that out. But then, like their best best hit so far is a game that someone else developed, Lost Ark, where they just published it. Maybe they should just do that then. Maybe yeah. Maybe Amazon Game Studios should just. Publish you know games. what they should do? Uh, pay their employees better. That's what they should do. I mean, that too. Yeah. Uh, don't forget the Luna Cloud Gaming Services, which still exists. I, I don't understand it. It came out to nothing. Right. <laughs> Amazon and Google are like racing to make the worst possible cloud gaming products. But they want to compete so bad. They want to they wanna be up there with Microsoft and Sony. But they refuse to do it in a way that makes sense. Right. Like, it's so weird. Apple has said a little bit of success with Apple Arcade, right? I yeah, but that makes that they have everyone has a, everyone has a phone, uh, <laughs> or not an iPad. Yeah, like, but not everyone has an iPhone. They're like, we're not we're not going to compete with them. We're just going to make games for our for our already existing device. Right. And I'm like, yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So there's already a bunch of games in the marketplace. So Apple Arcade is kind of a weird thing, but that's besides the point. Point is, Google and Amazon have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Google stepped out completely and saying, we're just going to use our tech for other people. We're just going to sell it to them. Yeah, that's what you should have done in the first place, honestly. Yeah, you fucking idiots. I'll give enough money. Fix America's infrastructure, for the love of God. Yeah, please. Google, we want good internet. You know what they really tried with Fiverr? They tried with Google Fiverr. But then it just became too expensive and too prohibitive. Yeah, and then Elon Musk is going to save us with Starlink. That's what's going to happen. Starlink is just another version of like what Tesla had going back on yeah. in the 1920s. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Do you think Musk just looked at Tesla stuff? He's like, yeah, we can do that now. 
No, he's, I think he's just a big fan of Nikola Tesla, honestly. I think that's mostly what it is. He's like, like we, it's like, I have the technology to be the next Nikola Tesla. I'm like, all right, man. You know what he is? You no, know, he's Edison. So there's definitely someone who's smarter than him doing the actual work, and he's just stealing it. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's... And out. He, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Eccentric businessman who comes for money steals everyone else's idea. Yeah, that sounds about right, Yeah, actually. that's... That's, that's, that's the American dream. That's Elon Musk. Or yeah. South African. African. But he, he is living the American dream. Right. Right. So, I mean, just another studio mired in controversy because there hasn't been enough of that. This week, we're not even going to get into all that because we just don't have... We have to dedicate have, a whole, like, week's worth of podcast to it. I'm not, I don't have the energy to even talk about that we're gonna be honest with you if you want like there's just been a ton of news this week go check it out online there's there are reports everywhere and soothing the bombshell that Kotaku dropped yesterday about the state of the K studio bombshell if you're Microsoft you'd be like you gotta be fucking kidding me another one right to be fair to Microsoft uh there's no way they they could have known that that was gonna happen no at at Undead Labs um I mean, they're pretty hands-off. It seems like they're pretty hands-off. They do seem like a pretty hands-off studio. So I think maybe things might change now that Activision and Blizzard are joining the family soon. Right. I think my daddy Phil Spencer is going to show up and be like, okay, kids, what's everyone up to today? Right. You think Phil Spencer saw that news about Death Labs like, I'm making some phone calls. Yeah. I, (laughs) I bet. He's. I bet it's going. There's going to be news stories a year from now. Phil Spencer check taking daily check-ins with studios, <laughs> just knocking everyone out. Stop it! Hey, stop it! Enough! You better knock it off. Put your sexism away. That's no place in today's world. Quit being horny. God, stop being horny on Maine. <laughs> there's the episode title. <laughs> be horny in the back alleys like the rest of us. <laughs> You can never be down bad on Maine. Yeah. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> oh. oh, good lord. Yeah. Just stop it. Everything's like, terrible. So at this point, like, there are news reports coming out from game studios across the world when it comes to stuff, and people are still like, "Yeah, we can totally get away with this." You know what I think it is? You can't. Games appeal to everybody. Like, they have this such mass appeal now. But for a while, it was these people who were kind of just like it was dude bros. It was dude bros who were socially inept. And all they want to do is play video games and make video games. And then they got to. And then they made money. And now they're terrorizing women. Like Well, they were. And they had well, been. Yeah. For decades and now and a half, they're least. being called out for it and they don't like it. Right. And you know what? Past two decades, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck I mean, it's always been a problem in this country, but like, it's been a real problem in this industry. I'm going to give some advice on this podcast right now that is universal. And that it, it is free to not be a fucking weirdo, okay? It is, it is free to not be a weird sex pervert. And it's for some reason that's too hard for people. Right? I don't understand that at all. So, like, don't stop. Do it. Don't do not do it, I meant to say. <laughs> what? what the fuck? I'm so sorry. Don't, don't do it. That's a big no. Big X. Yeah, if I find out you're doing it. We're going to come, come for your studio. I'm going to come to your house. Cry, chop your dad. We're gonna we're gonna Patreon and we're just gonna buy your studio out from under you. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the idea. I got a Swiss bank account full of money <laughs> that I'm gonna use to buy your studio. He's a fucking liar. He's a big fucking liar. Am I though? Yes. You don't know that. I do know that. 
You want to see where you live? That's true. <laughs> he does. And you'll never know. Um, <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm a trust fund baby. It just kicks in at 30. <laughs> <laughs> Any day now. I'd have that life experience first. <laughs> Any day now. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, that's a... Uh... Let's move on to what we've been playing, because I've been playing quite a few games. Um, uh, like, the one big game release this week, it's not even that big, is the uh, little indie darling action RPG called Weird West. It's getting a lot of play. I played about a half hour of it. Uh, what was your first, what's your 30-minute impression of it? Uh, I love the setting. It's cool yeah. shit. It's got a cool setting. Um, uh, it's it's kind of, it's got cool Fallout kind of stuff. It kind of yeah. reminds, uh, reminds me of Disco Elysium in some ways. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to play more, because I actually generally enjoyed what I played. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How's the uh, combat? Uh, I don't care for twin stick stuff, so it's a little weird. But... Twin st- wait, wait, hold up. It's an action RPG with twin stick well, combat? It does, It does, but you have to hold L2 and kind of aim with the other one. And it's kind. I find it kind of awkward. Okay. But, I can look at more of this. Interesting. Yeah. I have not looked at anything. I just was looking through this. I'm like, Weird West is kind of the weird one. Oh, I mean, Death Stranding is coming to the PC this week. That's Woo, right. Because that game hasn't been out for four years. Everyone already. should play Death Stranding. Everyone's favorite walking simulator. And build a Bass Pro Shop. God. Use all your resources to build Bass Pro Shops. I don't No, No, thank you. You should. So, Andre, besides giving a Weird West a try today, what else have you been up to this week? I've been playing Tunic. And I have Ooh. complex feelings on Tunic. How many hours into Tunic are you? I am maybe five hours. Okay, give us your five-hour impression of Tunic. It's a very beautiful game. Okay. Um, I think it's very well made. However. I'm, I was like, I'm waiting for the New England butt. <laughs> however. I do not like exploring in this game. Uh, Can you tell I, us why? So in Tunic, it has a mechanic where everything's in a foreign language yes. that you don't understand. That's right. And you have to you have to like uh, like these shrines to kind of unearth the kind of the, the, the language, right? Mm-hmm. That's all well and good. The game doesn't telegraph this to you very well. Okay. So like, I'm right now. I'm trying to find a second area and I can't find it. Interesting. Are you accessing the journal at all? That is yes, been kind of looted. Yeah, lauded over. I, I, I'm sorry. I just I don't think I like this very much. Okay. Uh, I, I. So I'm gonna throw this at you. So the game's not holding your hand at all. It's not really directing you yeah. where to go. Isn't that what Elden Ring does? It is, but I feel like Elden Ring. Sorry, Bella. Bella's really upset. I don't like Tunic. <laughs> She's like, you don't like my little fox friend? What's wrong with you, Dad? Um, Elden Ring telegraphs a little bit better, I think. Okay. It doesn't hold your hand, but like, you kind of get an idea of where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Tunic doesn't really do that okay. very well. Also, it, it's just weird. The map's weird and confusing to me. Uh, I'm, I don't know what the items, well, a lot of the items do. And there's some enemies where I just can't figure out what I'm supposed to do. Okay. To be with you. I've heard the combat's very challenging. This game. It is, and I'm like, all right, I, I, I just, I just played Elden Ring, and I feel like that does it better. So I'm <laughs> wondering if I want to even continue this game. Ah, interesting, yeah. interesting. 
I'm sorry, guys. I just don't like Tunic very this much. This week's Indie Darling, or last week's Indie Darling Tunic, it's getting, uh, it's, it's fairly well received across the board from what I understand, but I'm hearing a lot about these challenges and how it is very difficult to try to figure out where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do because it, it's not in readable language and you just kind of have to guess through the pictographs in the journal. The manual that yeah, they, I, the virtual manual I get, I, I get what they're going for. The, I, I understand and I think it's, I think it's a neat idea. I just don't feel like I enjoy the idea that much. Okay. I feel like Tunix is really dipping into old school game design it is. a little bit here. It is. It, it's trying to recreate a feel, feel, the feeling of you as a kid playing play, Zelda, right? Playing Zelda and not yeah. understanding what's going on. Yeah. Like it's, and that's it's brilliant. I'll give it to them. It's beautiful and like really well designed, and mm-hmm. there's so many cool things in the game. I just don't care. I don't like like what I'm playing very much. To be honest with you, I'm gonna have to give this game a go. I mean, if you like it, I'll. I'll I'll be surprised. Honestly, with everything I've read and everything I've heard, I would also be surprised if I liked it. Uh, uh, it's, it's just not... I don't know. I, I just don't care for it very much. Yeah, it sounds like a game... If you really want to slam your head against something, you're like, I should play Tunic. But oh. if you're into that kind of thing, well, I'm I'm glad, because I, I, I wish I liked it. I really do. I really wish I liked it, but I, I don't. <laughs> Maybe it's like one of those things, like, once it clicks, you're like... Ah. Maybe, but I'd, I I feel like even if that happened, I still don't understand where the game wants me to go. Mm, that's challenging. That's tough. Yeah. Hmm. All right, besides giving Tunic a try and Weird West, what else have you been up to? Um. I walked in, you were playing a game called Evil Genius, is I that right? I was playing a game called Evil Genius. It's, a, it's like a... It's like two-point hospital, kind of. Okay. But you build an evil lair. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm just in the sandbox build, just fucking around, because I think it's neat. Nice. Um, I'm building a casino slash evil lair. Oh, how Bondy. Yeah. Like of you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you like bring in an evil spot, evil spy, the good guys? And, well, like... so in the main game, like you have the part of the whole building it is the challenge is you have to make it so secret agents can't get like grab loot and like sabotage your plans. Oh, interesting. It's pretty cool. Okay. It's very interesting. Uh, I, I will try the campaign eventually, but I, I just like I like sandbox mode in those kind of games because it just it's just like here's the limited money. What can you what dumb bullshit can you build? Right. Here's your video game Lego set. Go play. Yeah, exactly. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, you've also been playing Tales of Rise this week, is that right? I have been. I've taken. I had to take a little break because it's too anime for me. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. What? I, I'm sorry. I, I've I've reached a point in my life where. I can only take so much anime bullshit. I don't believe you. Uh, I'm. Uh, it's a good game. Don't get me wrong, but like, I'm gonna have to play this in chunks. I can't. I. You know, Tales games can be like that. Honestly. Yeah. It, it. It got to the point where like things were happening. I was like, "This is too much." Was it a little bit too weeboo for you? It was. Yeah. Yeah. And I love my animus. Everyone knows knows I love anime. Right. They call me anime hunter. That's what they say. That's nobody says that. True. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tales is good. I'll play more eventually. I'm gonna have to try that out at some point. I love the Tales games. I've only played. This is so weird. I played one Tales game. Like I love this series. I want more of it. Yeah. And then I don't have time to play. And then they're like, oh, here's Tales of Rise. I'm like, yes, give it to me. As I've said before, uh, played them on the PS4 Pro. Loved it. Made it sound like yeah, I was at Logan Airport the entire time. <laughs> so that was tough. <laughs> 
You don't like it when your, your PS4 sounds like it's going to take off? Oh my god, it was so loud. <laughs> Told my PS4, I was like, what do you mean, what's that noise, honey? I don't hear it. Oh, it's a PS4 Pro, just <laughs> slowly dying. Jesus Christ. Working at max settings. It, 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 going it, it's running that out. game. Yep, yep. Looking forward to playing on PS5, though. It's going to be great. Yeah. You been up to anything else, or those been like your your titles? That's all I've been doing, yeah. really. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. What about you, Frank? What have you been doing? Man, I haven't I haven't played a whole lot of things. Uh, I did say last week that I was gonna jump back in Strangers of Paradise. I lied. I lied and said I took that block of time that I put aside for it and watched. Disappoint me. A ton of the DCEU movies <laughs> that I hadn't watched before. I told you not to do this. Listen, I got the beer in my hand and I was like. They're I... not even worth watching, if I'm being honest. I disagree. I think they're a great watch. What is wrong with you? Listen, I didn't say it was a great film. I said it was a great watch. If There's you're a difference. hammered, sure. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Listen, I got through all BVS Ultimate and an hour into that's, Justice League. That's my... another thing that you, you, you seem to left out. You watched the extended versions of both, one of which is four hours. Yeah, yeah, I did. Why would you do that to yourself? Because I hadn't seen it before and I was intrigued. But now I need to go back and watch the weed in Justice League just to see what the difference is. Oh, also, because oh. it's only two hours. So like, that movie's awful. That's dude. what I hear. I need to watch it. It's I need so to see bad. it. Oh, Snyder's God. Justice League is fine. I, it's, I like it. It's, it's, it's okay. I love the cyborg origin story. It's great. Sure. They're like, we don't need to do a cyborg movie. We'll just shoehorn it into this one. Sure. I don't think they need to do the cyborg movie in the first place, to be honest with you. <laughs> Cyborg's not... Uh, he, he's a great character. Don't get me wrong. He's he's good. He's it's, a great ensemble character. He is, and it's good good to have him in the cast. Uh, there's not a whole lot of cyborg lore I find. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, it is. Because he's, he's usually he's usually introduced as part of a team, right? Yeah, he's a cyborg man. That's it. The cyborg man, and he fights. He has an evil cyborg cyborg man villain named Grid. I mean, I'm assuming they had solo runs of Cyborg comics. At sure, I'm sure they did. I, yeah. I just, I, 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 you just see him as part of usually like Teen Titans or Justice League. It's not. It, he's not. He's not Batman. He's not Superman. Definitely not Wonder Woman. No. Uh, so I did a lot of that. But before that, I had played. I taken a good chunk of my Saturday last weekend and played Triangle Strategy. About six hours worth. Which I was means, hoping we we're gonna talk about Stranger Paradise. Uh, okay. We will get there. We can still okay. talk about it. Okay. Which really means six hours of Triangle Strategy is two missions. Yep. Plus a lot of side stuff because I have problems. That's starting to worry me about the pacing. And I'm like, oh, do I, well, I like the pacing. It's a tactics RPG. I know, but I feel like... None of them are fast. FF Tactics got to it faster, it sounds like. I think you're just remembering wrong because it's been be. so long. It, it has been a while. Yeah. I think the problem is it's so mired in its levels and it's challenging. It's very challenging yeah, the sure. higher up you go. And because there's the gap in leveling between each mission, that doesn't help at sure. all. Yeah. So like, man, do I want to go into this mission two levels under it, or do I want to go level up and not get my butt kicked? And I'm still like, I will go into a mission and I will retreat like two or three times just to get the ultimate completion. So I'm not like losing all my people. <laughs> and be like, all right, what's going to happen next? It's a great puzzle game. I love it. <laughs> love it so much. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, as always, did some more of the Warcraft things. Raid. Anduin's a bitch. We're going to get him down tonight, I hope. Let's go. I'm not uh, even going to say it. <laughs> got my Dungeons done. Honestly, I only played 
Tuesday, Thursday, Friday last week, and I didn't play. I only game. played half the week. <laughs> two and a half hours, two and a half hours, and like three hours on Friday. That Dude, was that's it. three days out of like a five day week. I usually <laughs> play two nights a week as it is. That's more than that. Shut your face. You're fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You have an issue, man. You have an issue. I have plenty of issues. Yeah. Um, did, I, did I tell that I finished Horizon Zero Dawn last week? Did I say that last week? I don't think you did. I don't think I did. You finally beat it. Now you I, can play Forbidden West. I did, finally, I did finally beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Took 60 hours because we did all the DLC as well. Oh, did you do the... Um, isn't there a crossover DLC? With... I, I forget which game. There's like a... I want to say it was a tale. I th- wasn't there Tales of Arise? No. Stuff? No. Nope. That game came out way after. I don't know what, where the fuck I got that from. I mean, Aloy shows up in Genshin Impact. That's what I'm thinking of. There, it was it was Genshin Impact, not Arise. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. I have my brain wow. rot. Wow. I, I, I have brain rot. Leave me alone. But no, like you should like mine. Just love doing all side stuff. It's like oh, level thirty. Go hit up the Frozen Wilds. I'm like, okay. Damn. So we did all the DLC, did the entire game, didn't 100% it because who the fuck got time for that? Oh, fuck that. It still took me 60 hours just to do all that stuff. Great game. Really enjoyed the story. The it's lore. Good. It's fantastic. It was so good. It's all right. It's fantastic. I, again, I'm not that big a fan of Horizon. <laughs> of Horizon? Yeah. Yeah. I think I talked about it in the show. I don't like the traversal in that game. That's fair. Yeah. I it's not the I, best. It's not the best. They're climbing? Not great. Yeah. Really not great. Sometimes I jump and be like... All right, I should be able to grab this ledge. Also, fall to death. I'm like, putting, what the fuck? Putting melee on R1. What the fuck is that? I felt fine actually. I didn't. I don't like that. I mean, you can just remap it to you. You can. Things. You can. But like, I, I remember finding that. And I was like, damn, this sucks. Why would they do this? It was just different. I didn't really mind it honestly. It wasn't that bad for me. It was just not, not, not ideal. I think it's because they put your light and your heavy on the same area, right? Sure. And I, I know people are like, oh, but Elden Ring does that. I'm like, yeah, but that's mechanically that makes sense why because it's it's supposed to be challenging horizon combat is not that challenging <laughs> i don't think where the buttons are in your no it does make a difference because it's more complex because you got your block and you got your strong attack heavy attack yeah and you gotta still dodge and shit yeah it's different can't you remap your buttons in Elden ring i don't know probably not knowing how that ui works <laughs> i bet you can I bet you can remap buttons. Who would do that, though? Sacrilege. People who want to remap their buttons because it's uncomfortable yeah, the other way? fuck those people. Just kidding. Wow! <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Get good, nerds. Hunter hates accessibility settings. <laughs> I hate accessibility. I want less people to play less game. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. We got an elitist from software jerk here. I think Miyazaki should make every game on Earth. Yeah. Alright, so we finished Horizon. I was like, okay. I'm already playing Triangle Strategy. I'm already playing Stranger of Paradise. Like, I need a freaking palate cleanser before I jump into another big game, right? So I'm looking through my Xbox Game Pass downloads. I'm like, oh, let's try the Pedestrian. It's yep. a little puzzle platformer. Very cute. Very short. You play as a little person who jumps from sign to sign, trying to solve puzzles and get around. There's a twist at the end, which I love. It was totally unexpected. It's fantastic. Did you meet Lance Reddick? No. You did. He's in the game. I was talking about the pedestrian. I know. I'm talking about a totally different game right now. This guy. This guy. The, pedet- the pedestrian. Is this the sign crossing game? Yeah. Yeah, I remember this game. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. I remember watching year. someone stream this and thought it was really interesting. It is really interesting. It's, it's short play. It only it took is. us about maybe five yeah. hours. 
I, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth the, the time. And the puzzles are actually surprisingly challenging. How have you have you played Superliminal yet? At the marathon, someone played it, yes. and I was watching it the entire time. It's very, I, I feel like it's similar to that. Yeah, it's definitely like one of those indie yeah. puzzle games which challenges your mind just enough. Yeah. And you feel really good when you figure it out. Definitely one of those kind of games. And the controls are tight. Uh, it's very good. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I would recommend it if you're looking for a little palate cleanser game and you've got the Xbox Game Pass, because once again, Xbox Game Pass. Doing everything great. Wasn't there an Xbox? There was an Xbox Game Pass Day 1 release this week. It was Weird West. Weird West, yes. Yeah, Weird West. Game 1 release. Xbox Game Pass. PlayStation, what are you doing? What do you mean you don't want those Day 1 game releases? You don't want those 25 yeah. million subscribers that Microsoft has? That's Stranding 2, baby. Day 1. Do it. You think there'll be Death Stranding 2? There'll probably be. You think that's, do you think that's franchise worthy? Yes. Yeah? Dude, it's Kojima we're talking about. Well, I know that, but I, I don't know anything about the game. Does the story lend itself to more games? Sure. Okay. It does. Okay. I'll believe you there. Now, Hunter. Folks, we're doing a little, little, little extra here this week. All right. We have a community email. Let me let me get it so you vamp, Frank. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to vamp here. Oh, man. I got to agree. Got to say, uh, we love when people write in. We want to answer your questions. Mm -hmm. We want to hear your thoughts and your concerns. Mm -hmm. Hunter loves to shit talk at all times. So, from Andrew R. with the subject line, why though? He says, hey, Frank, buddy old pal. I have a question regarding Starfield. Why do you have such confidence in the title? You mentioned before that there are games that aren't worth getting hyped for unless you see gameplay. And yet Starfield hasn't shown any of that. Sure, perhaps the trailer was rendered in-game. As far as I know, we know nothing about it other than Bethesda Software's making it. So given their track record over the last 11 years, what makes you believe in Starfield? Sincerely, with regards, your friend, Andrew. Andrew, uh, thank you very much for writing in. Yes. I appreciate the email. What a good thought-provoking email, because you're right. You're calling me out on my own nonsense here. Yeah, and I, and I, I, I have a bit of a addendum. I know you're asking Frank, but I, I do have a little bit of input on this. Let me, let me answer the, the man. I'll, 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 let me answer our community when here. When he's done, I will say something. Okay. Granted, we've seen concept art. We've had two developer circle videos, basically, two dev vids. And they're good, they're good videos. They're you good watch videos. Them? And we've had roughly eight and a half seconds of actual in-game footage. Yeah. You got me there. You absolutely got me there. You're right. Here's why I believe in this game coming from Bethesda. Bethesda hasn't made a new game in roughly seven years. That's when Fallout 4 came out. I'm ignoring 76 because that was a hot mess of a game. I don't think that's, they're... That's, that's also different because that's a live service game. Right, and it's a live service game. And completely different form of development. Right. I think... Bethesda feels like Bethesda's throwing all their chips into this game. Like, they have a pedigree, and they know that. Skyrim's been around for 10 years now, and it's been well-received, it's well-loved. There's their last really big RPG release. Um, and, of course, Fallout 4 as well, but I just feel like Skyrim just had more fanfare about it. I think Starfield's trying to reach into that ES club and grab those fans... So I think you're going to see the amount of care put into Starfield that was put into Skyrim and Oblivion and Morrowind, right? Because that's when, like, Bethesda really took off is around Morrowind time, right? I know there's a one and two, but, like, eh, I don't know about that. And I know ESO is well-loved, right, as well. 
So I just, I believe in this game. I think we're going to see a lot more of it this summer. Because it's, they're still holding on to that November release. Which I would be nervous about if we don't see more content this summer about it. Somewhere around around the we, summer we'll, game fest. Dude, we'll see game. We'll, we will probably see gameplay right. within the next six months. And you're right. And then I might revise my thinking then. You're absolutely right, Andrew. I might be like, see the gameplay. You're like, you know what? Maybe this is not game of the year considerations at this point. Maybe it'll be a janky Bethesda mess. Who knows? Yeah. Will we get that classic Bethesda jank that people seem to love? Hopefully not. <laughs> Honestly. Because uh, I think they want to do a more polished game here. And I think they're seeing the success of No Man's Sky after they fix everything in that game. And I think they want to capture that feeling that people have with that particular game. The exploration and the combat and the flight and all of that. And they're trying to go for this whole NASA punk aesthetic. They they want to get it right the first time. Yep. So that's why I believe in Bethesda and this game. And I think it absolutely will go toe-to-toe with Elden Ring at the end of the year. If, I'm throwing a little if in here just to cover my own ass, it releases in a not-cyberpunk state. Which I'm pretty sure Bethesda wouldn't do that. I'm going to add to this. Right? Okay, throw, throw with, in your addendum here, Hunter. With some caveats here. Because, I, 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 Andrew, I know you said their tracker over the past 11 years. Here's something you got to consider about that. Is this is the first release since the merger happened. Right. But this is a different Bethesda. Um, everyone's like, oh, Skyrim's so busted at launch. All that is like... A lot of those issues came from a refusal to update the engine, and they're building a new engine for this game. Right. It's This is not the same engine. This is not them having to make workarounds to kind of trick people into thinking that this is a brand new update experience when really it was just the same engine of the game, Fallout 4. Um, Which I think was a mistake for them. It was. Yeah. It was. But I, don't, I didn't see what else they could have done. Honestly. At that point, no. Um, and also, it is... If you watch those developer interviews, they do bring up Oblivion and Skyrim and all these older games quite a bit when they talk about what they want to do for this game. Right, but talking about and in, in seeing in production are two very different things. Yeah, but they're, 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 they're mentioning they're bringing back the Influence minigame from Oblivion. In some form. Yes. So that, that tells me that they're looking at these games as like an influence and not like... Well, of course they are. It's their history. Exactly. But talk is cheap, baby. You're right, Andrew. We need to see some more gameplay. We do need to see gameplay. I will give you that. But I, I, we need to see in-engine gameplay. I, I, I just... When, when you throw around the words, the track record of the last 11 years, you have to understand that it's a very different company. And that it's not the same company they are now. In the past 11 years, you got Skyrim and Fallout 4, which are both pretty well-received. And obviously Skyrim is just a fucking juggernaut of a behemoth. It is. And Fallout 76 was just a bad idea all around. Terrible idea. Nobody I, wanted that. I think after the fiasco of that, that was the turning point. Yeah, but this is like, uh, you know what? We can't really do multiplayer all that well. Yeah. So Let's dial that right back. I think their head's in the right place at least. Right. And that's encouraging. We'll see though. Like, like I said, we... we like. In, we by June we could all be like, oh, Starfield doesn't look that great, right? Anybody? I could be eating my words at that point. You're absolutely right. I could just be chomping down those words, but like you know what? I was wrong. Yum yum yum. Also, I just choose to be an optimistic person. 
That's just me. Is that you? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Conspiracy Note over here. Silent Hills is coming, guys. <laughs> it's no, it's coming. Not. It's coming, guys. So, thank you very much for the email. We love answering your questions. Yeah, no. We, we want to talk with the audience. So thank we, you for writing in, Andrew. Um, uh, send in some more questions for us. Not just Andrew R., but, you know, everybody out there. We're happy to answer them for you. Sure, yeah. Email us at askcomicloygmail.com. Hey, Hunter, where else can people find us? You can find us on Twitter, askcomicloygmail.com, and also at young underscore comedy underscore and at gamesetson. Find us on Facebook at Comic Club Podcast and on Instagram as Comic Club Podcast. Uh, if you're on iTunes, as, as 50% of you, by the way. Thank you very much for listening. 50% of you are Spotify, are iTunes listeners. Um, and it would mean the world to me if you left a review. Um, please leave. I mean, it takes... Please leave. Don't leave. No, no. <laughs> please leave a review. Yes. It takes 30 seconds. Hit those stars and just write a little blurb like, hey... We really like these guys. They're pretty fantastic. They yeah. say the dumbest things, and we love it. Also, Hunter's an idiot. You can say that. He's a lovable idiot, though. Sure. He's our idiot. That's right. <laughs> He's our conspiracy NVIDIA nut. Yes, exactly. It's true. That list is going to be real, guys. Good Lord. Kingdom Hearts 4, 2025. I'm going to, like, print out the list and start crossing things out. I love the idea of Kingdom Hearts 4 coming out, like, next week. It's not <laughs> happening for, what year is it, 2022? 2020. Okay. Six. I, I I'm sorry to derail the derail the um our goodbye, our out, our, our goodbye. farewell. But I, I do have a counter for that argument now. What's that? Uh Final Fantasy sixteen was not that long of a turnaround from fifteen. Bro. Well I am sorry, I meant to say remake. <laughs> I was like, fifteen came out in two thousand six. Yeah, no. What are you talking about? It came out in twenty Oh my god. Twenty fifteen. 2016. That's right. 2016. No, I want to say, it, the turnaround between Final Fantasy VII Remake and Final Fantasy XVI was pretty quick. Didn't Remake come out three years ago? Yeah, then they announced re, uh, 16 immediately after, essentially. Probably because they're using the same engine on both. No, it came out in 2020, dude. Remake? Yeah, it came out in 2020. So two years ago. Yeah, that's longer than it took for them to announce Kingdom Hearts 3, dude. 13 years. All I'm saying is they're going to announce it. I'm not saying it's coming out like two years from now. Yeah, April 10th, 2020. Yeah, day from my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was a great birthday. And then we were all in quarantine. I think, didn't they announce 16 before 7 remake came out? It was like immediately after. They didn't announce it beforehand? No, it was immediately after. Okay. All right, you got me there. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to trust you. I don't. My memories are hot garbage. That's right. Anyways... Uh, yeah, leave a review. Well, <laughs> story. Please leave us a review because you can hear us tangent off like that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, on that note, God bless the ring. <laughs>